0: The dark night of fascism is always descending on the right, and yet seems only to land on the left. The call to violence is coming from inside the White House. Hey everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Ott, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And hey, to keep these videos coming your way, click the little notification button, the five-star button, the thumbs-up button, whatever it is that helps us get these to you, and that makes everybody very, very happy. All right, uh, gentlemen, uh, President uh, Sidious uh, Biden took uh, some major hits last week for his uh, dark Brandon speech in, uh, in Philadelphia. Uh, but his, uh, his latest spate of not actual calls to violence, but incendiary language, let's call it that, might have begun a couple of days earlier at a campaign stop on uh, Tuesday of last week. And let's go ahead and run this clip.
1: And for those brave right-wing Americans who say it's all about keeping America, keeping America's independent and safe, if you want to fight against a country, you need an F-15. You need something a little more than a gun. No, I'm not joking. Think about this. Think about the rationale we use.
0: Now there seems to be some confusion as whether or not uh, the alleged president was saying fight the country like our own government or a country like a foreign invader. Uh but Scott wh- however you read that uh, the, the the there's certainly uh, an implied threat to those of us who believe the second amendment is as much about either one either either scenario. And when you combine it with language like this from uh, from his prepared remarks on Thursday where he said maga republicans have made their choice they embrace anger they thrive on chaos they live not in the light of truth but in the shadow lies the shadow of lies together that's why respected conservatives uh, like federal circuit court judge michael ludig has called trump and the extreme maga republicans quote a clear and present danger to our democracy um is "clear and present danger" a phrase you you would use lightly if you had, say, the executive branch of the government at your command?
2: I I think if you're going to use language like that, you need to name names. And because he's using this broad brush of so-called MAGA Republicans, a, a locution that he seems to have coined uh, by stapling some things together, um, <laughs> that uh, it it. it It serves his purpose in that it basically says there's a threat out there. Somebody is out to get you. These bad people are out to get you. But he doesn't come right around and say, oh, by the way, here's a guy that is a MAGA Republican. This is who I'm talking about. Here's another guy. This is who I'm talking about. Uh, He just keeps it vague so that he can conjure this looming threat that never has a name, uh, apparently. Um, The president, under the best circumstances, even when he has a teleprompter, Teleprompter can sometimes come across as being a bit addled. Um, In this case, uh, whether he says the country or a country in that quote, and I think it makes a difference specifically in his argument uh, there. But I think a lot of people listened to that and said, oh, you're saying the AR-15 isn't enough, like we talked about in our backstage show? I can get an F-15? Is that a thing? Is that possible? (laughs) (laughs) Where do you get one of those? Um, So I think uh, he he kind of beclowns himself in that. He's not good at making lucid arguments to defend his point. uh, But like most politicians, he's pretty good at slinging some mud at vague targets. Um, One of the great rhetorical devices in political history is to imply that there's some force out there that wants to defeat everything that's good and righteous and holy that we stand for, and they must be opposed. And uh, now that he really, you know, he kind of got what he wanted from Congress in this last couple of months, um, he doesn't have a whole lot left to fight for. And so now he's fighting against.
0: Yeah. And you know what? Uh, when it comes to that kind of thing, I really want the F-22, F-15, A-10 variety pack. <laughs> be a lot uh, more fun all right like uh bill over, over to you there there was more stuff in that speech uh from thursday night and i know you saw the visuals of that thing the uh the the black and red i mean it, it looked like a star wars set frankly with the most low budget darth somebody i don't know darth senescence i think would be his darth name
1: idiots um
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, but he backed down, believe it or not, the very next day, uh, Biden said, and this is a quote, I don't consider any Trump supporter a threat to the country. Uh, and this this was not even 12 hours, I think, after he called a heckler an idiot who is destroying democracy um, while launching an attack on, oh, No, that's that's what I missed Um, over the weekend. So he backed down on on Friday. But over the weekend, he called a heckler an idiot and a threat to democracy in uh, this this fiery attack on the extreme right at a campaign stop in Wisconsin. And Wisconsin is one of those places where apparently the Democratic candidates aren't running away from him like they are here in my home state of Colorado. Um, Bill, remember in 2020 when when Biden ran as a healer? And a uniter. Wasn't that awesome?
1: First of all, let's go to the clip. He does say a country. But when Scott says he doesn't identify who the enemy is, he's Scott's just wrong. He starts the sentence by saying to those brave right wing Americans, that's who he's identifying, those brave right wing Americans who think that you can go to war with a country. You need more than guns, you need F fifteens, and so on. So he identified who he's talking about. He's talking about right-wing Americans. That would be me and you and Scott and no, half the country. Bill, president. I don't want to
2: get I don't want to distort what I've said. I'm not talking about the brave right-wing Americans comment. I'm talking about MAGA Republicans. He never names who that specific person is. In this quote, he's talking about brave right-wingers. I was talking about a broader point about how he's saying that these are proto-fascist or semi-fascist oh, MAGA yeah. Republicans, but he's not willing to name who they are. Now, you're you're correct on your point of he's saying yes. Anybody who claims to be a brave right-wing American and thinks we can defend ourselves, go
1: ahead, I'm sorry. So he didn't say any Americans. He said any brave right-wing Americans. He didn't say any people. And then it's true, he does say who think you can attack a country. So in order for this to be aimed at another country and not to be basically what everybody who can watch the man and listen to what he said... His entire career. In order for the case to be made that he's not talking about this country, then you have to assume that the number one topic of conversation among us right-wing Americans is invading other countries. That this is something that we talk about all the time and that the reason we go down and get our guns is so that we can invade a country. Not this country, a country. Of course, he's talking about this country. Of course, he's saying your guns will not protect you against the government. That is exactly what that statement is. To those brave right wing Americans who believe that you can go to war with a country, you need more than guns. You need F-15s and so on and so on and so on. Everybody knows what that means. What that means is if you think you can stand up to us with your guns, you're wrong. We have much bigger weapons than that, which is why I'm in favor of concealed carry for for uh, javelin anti-tank missiles. And, and, uh, and stingers. And by the way, I, I love how he says uh, you'll need um, F-15s for that. I, I, if I'd been in the audience, I would have stood up and said, Mr. President, this is outrageous. This is an outrageous statement on your part. Clearly, you should be talking about A-10s because A- A- F-15s are, are high altitude air superiority fighters. What you're talking about is you're talking about airplanes that can get in low and strafe ground troops like civilians, go down the street and strafe civilians. You really meant to say what you need is A-10s to say that this is not a threat is to is to thread a needle so fine that that you that you really cannot that that you look you can you can thread that needle so fine that you can make anybody say anything you want to say the president of the united states came out and told right-wing americans that if you think your guns are going to be good enough to fight a country you got another thing coming we have we have F-15s and previously, he's not the first time he's made this comment, Steve. He made this comment a couple of months ago, something like this, where he talked about all the other things you would need if you're going to fight against this government. The Second Amendment is not there to protect us from criminals and it's not there to protect us from deer coming in our window. The Second Amendment is there to protect us from domestic tyranny. We have oceans. I have never, in my entire career, ever once heard any conservatives ever talk about invading a country or attacking a country with our guns. Bill, does he say invade
2: or attack, or does he say go to war? Go to war. Okay, I don't think he's talking about an invasion. I think he just means you're going to conduct warfare. then
1: Then I will clarify. I have never heard a conservative say that we have our guns so that we can go to war. With another country, we have our guns to protect ourselves from people who are coming at us with guns from this government, and and so to say that this no no he he could be referring to another country could be referring to to, to no no I no, agree. It's very clear, Steve.
2: I agree it's that what you're what saying, saying is true of, is true about what the right believes. However, I don't think that President Biden understands what the right believes. I don't think he thinks of it in terms. <laughs> I think I think he thinks that Britain was another country. He didn't see he didn't see Britain as our government,
1: which it was. So in this clip, you're saying that you don't think Joe Biden was referring to Americans on the right wing who believe that their guns can protect them from their own government. You think Uh, he's talking about. Yeah, I think
2: he thinks we're silly because we think our guns will help us to defend our country if we had to go to war. I, I don't think- Not against the
1: government, against a foreign power. Correct.
2: I don't think he's smart enough to understand that when the right talks about defending ourselves against government, Great Britain was our government.
1: Yeah. So- Well, I haven't been worried about Great Britain for a couple yeah. hundred years now, Scott. He's talking about right now. He's not giving a history lecture. He's talking about right now. No. I am and the this world's worst communicator
2: because this- I can't get across to my good friend of 12 years how <laughs> what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Steve it's clear to me what he's trying to say and it's clear to me that this is a string of things that he's been talking about culminating in the Thursday night um, uh, what do you call that what do you call that I, I, I realize that as time went on became less and less appalled and more and more
0: I was actually embarrassed, by that speech,
1: embarrassed. But- more and more embarrassed and ashamed Less less worried and appalled more and more embarrassed and ashamed because of the sheer impotence of it but nevertheless, your point about, about, about violent rhetoric directed against the American people, against the American people, is without question on display here. And it's without question on display in what he said Thursday night. That Thursday night, I don't know how many times he personally accused me of being a threat to this country, a threat to democracy, and, and a threat to, to everything that we hold dear, a threat to the spirit of the nation. He accused me of this, and he accused 78 million other people of it. And, and to pretend that he didn't, is
0: ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, wow. Well, there's there's a lot to unravel here, but I, I, I think I can do it very very briefly. You're you're welcome in advance for that. You know, we've got uh, <laughs> in in Portland, we've got black shirt. Gun-toting thugs taking over the streets at will. There was another incident just this uh, just this last week where one accidentally shot the other while trying to shoot at an elderly man yeah. instead. Um, we've got a president making threats against his own people, even if they're somewhat veiled. Um, that whole Darth Senescence speech in Thursday, I found absolutely chilling, not because it was impotent, but because of the let's just call it uh, an overconfidence in the left's ability to rule this country rather than govern it. Um, You you wrap all of this stuff together, including the president believing that his signature is good enough to deliver from 300 million to a trillion dollars in debt relief, which is basically transferring wealth from blue collar America to uh, to white collar America, that his signature is enough to do that. It makes me want to uh, misquote the late great Tom Wolfe, who nearly said, the dark night of fascism is always descending on the right and yet seems only to land on the left. And that's Right Angle on That, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Hey, if you're not a member and you like this programming, become one today. We could really use your support. All right, go to BillWhittle.com and do that. Thanks for watching. We'll see you next time.